Hey, hey, what's up? It's Zisu back again, and this is NBA Check-In with the Zisu. Hey, everybody, here for the brand new season. The 2019-2020 NBA season is kicking off. As I record this, the first game of the year is going down. The Toronto Raptors celebrating their championship. They raised their banners. They got their rings, and now they're playing the New Orleans Pelicans, sadly without Zion. The much-anticipated rookie is going to miss six to eight weeks, so that's a bummer. But yeah, uh, couldn't wait to get back and talk some NBA. Uh, I've been so excited to do this. My mind's been swirling with the ideas and possibilities, and I probably should have come on a little sooner. There was one I wanted to do, or I I mentioned breaking down uh, all-time teams, and I still want to do that. I'm going to record this, a little season preview, and then I'm going to record a second bonus episode where I do that uh, team breakdown because... That sounded fun, and I did promise I was going to record it, so I want to do that. So, uh, Before I go any further, uh, I want to shout out my fellow E-Society running mate, the Nez. He's doing a whole Halloween series right now, a daily podcast, uh, his horror movie of the day, 31 Days of Horror, 31 Days of Halloween. So uh, hopefully you're checking that out, both on the regular MacNez podcast feed and on Anchor. Uh, the e-society anchor feeds so uh, that's what nba check-ins for so that's you know hopefully where you're hearing this and uh, thank you thank you for listening i'm excited to do this for another season uh i will be back on thursday uh, the warriors kick off their season that day uh, against the clippers uh, clippers kick off their season tonight against the lakers but uh yeah, uh, on that note, uh, I think let's get into a little uh, quick, I'm going to go team by team, uh, pretty much just knock out the league and, um, you know, see what I'm thinking about each team. Uh, using uh, ESPN's preview about rankings, projections, big questions for all 30 teams, uh, and I'll just go by their rankings, I'll follow the teams down and uh, just give my thoughts. All right, let's kick it off with their number one, the L.A. Clippers. Obviously, a lot of buzz with them. They got Kawhi, they got Paul George, and they were already pretty good to begin with. Uh, Lou Williams, Pat Beverly, uh, Montrezl Harrell, so defensive. Uh, It's hard to see another team in the league having a better defense than this. So, you know, uh, a lot of people, they're the uh, favorites to win the championship. The funny thing is, is there's so much talk about in actual LA itself and everybody locking it down, saying this is just a Lakers town, always will be. In some parts, Kawhi and Paul George haven't got the warmest welcome. I think I mentioned on one of the regular podcasts uh, about one of the coffee shops and uh, I just went through LA with uh, my daughter, Jade, who you may have heard on the podcast before. We went through L.A. and uh, we went to this one uh, coffee shop and uh, they were the, like banned like clippers from their 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 store. I don't you know, I'm sure it wasn't that that serious unless I guess the owner did that. So he was there anyways. Silly. But uh, yeah, no, they I really like their chances. The only thing that I personally have a question is is how much time are guys, is, is uh, players going to miss and then how much time are players going to sit. 
both Paul George and Kawhi Leonard have struggled with uh, injuries in the past. Kawhi's known to to, to rest games. Uh, people say he's past that, but I don't know. We'll see. Uh, they might pace themselves and just, you know, look to get to the playoffs, which there's nothing wrong with that. But we'll see. It'll be interesting uh, to see. I don't think there'll be any real division on the team, and I think this is a, a lock of a playoff team. They made the playoffs last year. Um you know, gave the Warriors a little bit of fit in the first round before the Warriors just rolled them over. But, uh, yeah, uh, we'll see. I think they're uh, definitely a playoff lock. All right. Uh, two, Milwaukee Bucks. They lost Malcolm, Malcolm Brogdon, uh, but they signed uh, – they already had Brooke Lopez. They brought in uh, Robin Lopez. They also re-signed George Hill. So not a lot uh, – different and they did lose one of their main guys so uh Giannis you know MVP another year uh expect you know greatness out of him uh definitely a top four seed out east but uh not my number one team out east uh that would be the next team I want to talk about their number three the Philadelphia 76ers I love what this team did. I loved them last year. Uh, they were a play away that, that Kawhi basket, probably from, you know, going themselves to the NBA championship and what the state the Warriors were in, you know, it could be them uh, playing right now, opening night instead of the Raptors here. But, you know, it is what it is. But anyway, so they lost Jimmy Butler, but they got Josh, Rich, Josh Richardson back from the Heat. Uh, they re-signed Tobias Harris. They signed Ben Simmons. And uh, their big free agent pickup, they got uh, Al Horford from the Celtics. So uh, amazing, probably my my favorite starting five uh, in the league this year in Embiid, Simmons, Horford, uh, Harris, and Richardson. Yeah, uh, killer starting five. I know a lot of people have uh, questioned their depth, but uh, killer starting five, and obviously that's your closing five. So really like what they did. Uh, for the Denver Nuggets, this team in uh, NBA podcast circles, NBA news, all the stuff I listen to, this team gets a lot of love. Uh, they, you know, they were solid last year. Uh, didn't end up getting it done against the Blazers in the second round. Blazers went on to play the Warriors, got swept. Uh, it'd be interesting to see, you know, what the Nuggets could have done. Just because uh, the Warriors just have the Blazers number, it seems like. Or, or they did, you know, whole new team. We'll talk about them when we get to them, my team, the Warriors. Um, but yeah, uh, Nuggets pretty much running it back. Uh, the big... Uh, addition though, uh, Jeremy Grant and uh, their rookie from last year. Uh, he missed all last year. He's ready to go. Michael Porter Jr. Everybody's saying that's a real X factor for them. If he can live up to that potential, that uh, he could have been a number one draft pick. And uh, if he can really, you know, be that for them, that's just may put them over the top. So uh, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, they got a lot of talent, but. Uh, Definitely more of a question mark team for me. 
Number five, the Los Angeles Lakers uh, playing tonight, as I mentioned, against the Clippers, Battle of L.A. And uh, most people, at least <laughs> L.A. people, seem to be on the Lakers' side. But, uh, yeah, obviously their big addition, Anthony Davis. Uh, they got rid of Alonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, and Josh Hart for him. They're playing on the Pelicans right now against the Raptors. Uh, score check-in as I record this, just so it's fun to uh, let you know where I'm at. Uh, Pelicans are actually up 44-33 with 7.28 to go in the second quarter. Uh, Definitely a little bit of a surprise. I really like this Pelicans team, but still on uh, opening night, uh, surprised to see uh, the Pelicans already giving it to them. But uh, we'll see how the game goes. Uh, As I record this, uh, it's always fun to kind of let you know how the game flow is going. I had so much fun last year in the playoffs, uh, especially recording towards the end of the game, Warriors games and other games too. I was on uh, two of the biggest game-winning shots ever. I was recording NBA check-in, the uh, Lillard eliminating the Thunder, and then the uh, Kawhi uh, eliminating the 76ers. Ooh, Mandalorian ad on TV now. Uh, Huge Star Wars fan. If you've listened to the E-Society, you know we have a Star Wars moment. Uh, Star Wars is everything to me. We just had the Rise of Skywalker trail yesterday. but Can't wait for the Mandalorian. It's only weeks away now, November 12th. But uh, that's not the show. So back to the NBA. I was on the Lakers. Uh, like I said, they got the big Anthony Davis. They got that, that duo, LeBron and Anthony Davis. Uh, in the, one, the first game of preseason against the Warriors where I did the the last NBA check-in uh yeah you could see they were uh looking dominant on the glass especially with Anthony Davis so uh yeah I mean Davis looks like he really wants it and if he can stay healthy uh no reason why they shouldn't be a top four team out west but uh, all about health for this team uh, they lose either Davis or LeBron for any good amount of time. We could be seeing a repeat of last year. So, uh, and this time, you know, uh, a little less depth for them. But uh, they also did bring in uh, Danny Green. So, you know, something. But uh, we'll see. And, you know, like I said, they should be a top four team. All right, on to the next one uh, Houston Rockets. They have at six. Uh, says here, nothing less than championship would be considered a satisfying season for the Rockets, especially now the Warriors are no longer into the season as obvious favorites. Uh, the big thing, uh, obviously, they got rid of Chris Paul and they brought in Russell Westbrook. So um, Most people would see that as an upgrade, but other people would say that Westbrook can't lead the team as well as Paul can and uh, uh, not as good of a perimeter shooter even though at the end of last year Westbrook said he was going to work on that so I don't know we'll see he is dealing with a a hand injury I don't think he's going to miss any time I think he'll be ready for the season but uh, Rockets also brought in Tyson Chandler can't believe he's still in the league and Tabo Cephalosha I don't know something about the Rockets you know uh, they can like really impress during the regular season, but I feel like they're a team that just, especially 
I don't know, bringing in Westbrook, I don't see that changing anything when you get to the playoffs, uh, the problems they've had in the playoffs. So, I mean, Westbrook's had those same problems. So, uh, you're leaning on those two guys. I don't know. Uh, we'll see. Uh, they should should make for a really exciting uh, regular season team. Though. So, looking forward to that long season. It's going to be a lot of fun. So, uh, can't wait to dig into everything that's to come. Love this league. Love the game. I'm doing this. (laughs) Next up, Utah Jazz. Uh, This team made a lot of moves, and I'm really loving what they did. I think this team has huge potential, whereas other people, uh, as I mentioned, are excited about the Nuggets. I have that kind of excitement for this Jazz team. They brought in Mike Conley. Uh, They brought in uh, Bojan Bogdanovich. Uh, already had Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert, Joe Ingles. Uh, really like this team, especially with Conley coming over to run things. Uh, and just the home field advantage they have. Everybody, you know, talks about Utah being a tough place to play. So it's, it's interesting, even though, uh, you know, In the NFL, my Broncos, everybody says that's, you know, the tough place to play, the mile-high air and whatnot. But uh, you don't hear that as much about the Nuggets as you do about the Jazz. So, anyways, uh, yeah, really like what the Jazz have and looking forward to seeing what they can do this season. Number eight, the Blazers. Coming off their uh, Western Conference Finals appearance where they got swept. Uh, They got... Let's see. uh, No, they let go of Alfaro Camino, Seth Curry, Enos Cantor. They re-signed Rodney Hood. They got Kent Bazemore. Uh, They got Hassan Whiteside. So, yeah, yeah. Pretty much they're running it back with Dame and CJ. Uh, I expect kind of more of the same for them. And probably even when we get to the playoffs, I suspect they won't make it. If they're lucky, you know, they'll make it to the second round, but I don't see them uh, returning to the Western Conference Finals. So, yeah, uh, we'll see on the Blazers. Uh Number nine, Brooklyn Nets. I, in my opinion, I think this is a little high for this team. Uh, Durant's going to miss the whole season. Obviously, they brought in Kyrie also and DeAndre Jordan. Uh, they also signed Garrett Temple and Torian Prince. They lost D'Angelo Russell to Golden State. Um, they still got uh, Jarrett Allen, the youngster. They got uh, Karis Levert. They got, uh, what's his name? The guy that won the three-point contest. Joe Harris, that's right. They got him, so uh, solid team. And you would think, like, you know, they made the playoffs last year and, and, you know, adding Kyrie and DeAndre Jordan is enough, you know, to at least secure them going back to the playoffs. But that being said, I don't see them getting past the Bucks or the 76ers 
maybe they can be a top three seed out east, but I'd be really surprised. I actually see them on the lower side uh, in, in five to eight range, but we'll see. Uh, my beloved Warriors, they have them ranked number 10 here, obviously. We lost Durant. Uh, we had to get rid of uh, Andre Iguodala. Uh, Sean Livingston retired. We brought in D'Angelo Russell in the losing of Durant. Uh, Clay is out at least to the All-Star break, but the big news today uh, on this first day of the season was that Kerr said... At the earliest, they see him back uh, April 1st, and even then, that's iffy, so he more likely will miss the entire season, but, uh, you know, further follow-up talk on that is, you know, we'll see. Uh, Clay in the past, regarding other injuries, usually a quicker healer, you know, good with rehab. I don't know, he's looked, you know, fine walking around, but uh, I don't know, there's a whole lot that goes into... uh, ACL tear and recovery from that. So, obviously, I don't want him to rush back and hurt himself worse. Uh, just need to get 100% right. But uh, we'll see. I wouldn't be surprised to see him after the All-Star break. Uh, it was nice. We were able to sign uh, Kavon Looney. We signed uh, Willie Cauley-Sign. Really excited to see what he can do. I would love to see him in the preseason, but he's dealing with a injury coming into the season, so uh, I don't know how much time he's going to miss or if he's going to be ready for opening night Thursday, but we'll see. Um, a lot of talk about... Uh, I've heard more than not people uh, projecting them to miss the playoffs, which is just crazy to me. You've got Steph... Uh, could be the highest score in the league this year. Could be a MVP favorite. You got Draymond Green, motivated. Uh, he hears all the talk. He hears all the the doubters, and uh, he could have a, a another return to uh, defensive player of the year status here. So, uh, I think the surprise of our preseason, as far as uh, when I was watching, was uh, Marquise Chris. Uh, former top 10 pick who's floated around the league, uh, thought of as kind of a bust, but uh, he's still rather young. I think he's only like 23, and uh, he looked great in the preseason. So it was nice to see they made a spot. Um, we had to let go of uh, Alfonso McKinney, who then signed with the Cavs. So uh, sad for Alfonso, but uh, nice to uh, see what Chris is doing. Also, uh, the rookie, Jordan Poole. A pretty good shot. Uh, most his, his two biggest highlights of the preseason uh, is getting uh, ankles broken by a uh, guy on the Lakers. Like twice, two different games. So that was strange. Uh, strange preseason overall for the Warriors. Uh, I think we played the Lakers four times and then the Timberwolves once. So... Uh, it was nice that they only had to travel between L.A. and Oakland. So uh, they had a relaxing preseason, which was nice. But uh, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, obviously, it's my team, and uh, I have all the faith in the world in them, and I want to see them do well. But uh, I guess, you know, realistically, you know, if, if things don't come together for them, if uh, – you know, they can't pull it together defensively if uh, Steph is all it's hitting. Uh, I'm counting on D'Angelo Russell uh, really filling in as far as uh, some of the missed scoring that we're not getting from Durant and Clay. you know. But 
anyways, I can move on. Warriors are my team, and uh, I call it NBA check-in because I like to cover the whole league, but uh, uh, I obviously... As a Warriors fan, I'm always going to have, uh, coming at it from a Warriors angle, uh, often I'll uh, record surrounding uh, a Warriors game and then uh, branch out from there from stories going around around the league. So, Anyways, moving on, uh, number 11, the Boston Celtics. Uh, Kyrie is gone, Kemba Walker is in. They just threw a contract at uh, Jalen Brown, so they're keeping him. Uh, still got Jason Tatum, Jason Tatum, uh, Gordon Hayward. Uh, they brought in Enos Cantor. They did lose Al Horford. Uh, yeah, uh, I still think they'll be they'll be middle of the road good, uh, especially for a, for a East Coast team. I'll see them, you know, they could be as high as in the, as a four seed, but you know, five, six seems fitting for them too. So, uh, at number 12 and probably uh, pick up the pace here a little as we get through the rest of the league. Uh, speaking of pace, Indiana Pacers, number 12, uh, they're waiting for Victor Oladipo and he might miss up until at least the all-star break, if not longer. Uh, similar uh, situation to uh, what Clay Thompson's going through. But they also did bring in uh, Malcolm Brogdon, as I mentioned, from the Bucks. Uh, they also signed Jeremy Lamb, TJ McConnell, Justin Holiday, TJ Warren. They lost Bogdanovich, as I mentioned, to the Jazz. Um, they are out east, though. That's the saving thing for them. I think they will be on the lower half of the East, though. So, uh, Raptors playing right now. They won the championship, but then they lost Kawhi. So they still got Gasol. They still got Lowry. They still got Siakam, OG and Nobi. You know, uh, pretty sure they're not going to repeat as champions. So, uh, you know, I'm sure they'll soak it up this year as they did tonight uh, speaking of uh, i saw their their ceremony pretty standard um not a lot to it the commissioner came out they handed out the rings uh, lowry took the mic thanked everybody and they unveiled the banner pretty standard but yeah was what it was uh, congrats to them uh, funny thing uh, durant went on ibaka's show that he's been doing I think it's on YouTube or Bleach Report or something. Maybe both. Anyways, uh, he, like, has people over and cooks for them really weird stuff. And uh, I guess Durant was on it recently. And uh, <laughs> it was interesting to see uh, Durant, even though he's moved on from the Warriors, talk about how uh, he really <laughs> tries to give it to Serge. An old friend of him, obviously, they played back uh, with the Thunder together, but... He's telling him <laughs> that uh, y'all would have been shook and, you know, no way. Uh, it goes to, he said, he's a, he says, uh, best case scenario, it goes to a game seven. And no way uh, y'all went in that game seven. Y'all would have been shook. <laughs> so uh, that's been going around. Uh, it's funny how much stuff, especially in this day and age, the last few years, uh, little quotes like that go viral. They're on all the... ESPN, the Bleacher Report, NBA on TV, all that uh, stuff. It's, you know, 
quotes fly and they become stories of their own. But that's what makes the league so interesting. So, anyways, Raptors, like I said, uh, you know, I don't, don't see them repeating, but uh, I'm sure they'll have a, a, an okay season, you know, middle of the road. I'm saying that a lot about these East, these uh, Eastern Conference teams. I think it's just because the West, West is so stacked this year. Uh, but keeping it with the East, number 14, Miami Heat, uh, the big signing for them. They got Jimmy Butler. Uh, interesting that he didn't want to keep it rolling in Philly and wants to do his own team thing here in Miami. But uh, as they say, you know, Miami's known as this team that's they're all like workout warriors. And that's what Jimmy's known for is being, you know, the hardest worker. So. Uh, it makes sense. It's actually kind of the perfect place for them. Uh, uh, they did draft uh, a rookie who's been getting a lot of talk, and with Zion missing uh, six to eight weeks here to open the season, uh, a lot of people say this could be a sneaky uh, rookie of the year contender, uh, Tyler Hero. I guess he's been lighting it up as far as his shooting. Uh, all he did was average a team best 14.2 in the preseason while shooting 51.9% from three. So uh, Miami could be an interesting team. I think they could surprise. Um, I've put a few of these East Coast teams on the lower half. Uh, I think Miami, if I could go out on a limb, uh, I think they actually could surprise and end up on the higher side of the East. If not, uh, five, six seed at the worst. Uh, uh, I think they're going to surprise some people. So, yeah, there's a take for you. <laughs> uh, 15, San Antonio, the Spurs. Uh, if you think this might be the season for the bell to finally toll on Greg Popovich, stop and remind yourself the Spurs are still the Spurs and they will assuredly continue to be the Spurs. Probably the splashiest thing San Antonio did involved a player it didn't sign. Marcus Morris agreed to a deal and then backed out and took a bigger offer from the Knicks. Spurs tried to recover by adding Trey Lyles. Damari Carroll was added. Rudy Gay was re-signed. Uh, DeJounte Murray's full return is probably the second biggest offseason development. Uh, and Tim Duncan is back as assistant coach. Uh, Spurs always known as the uh, most blah team, most fundamental team in the league. And a lot of time that means winning basketball, but it's uh, not the most exciting basketball. That's their brand. That's what they do. And, uh, you know, you can expect it this year, even though a lot of people wonder, is this the year they finally fall off? Uh, the Lakers, who missed it last year, you can almost assuredly pencil them in. The Thunder, who made it last year, you can almost pencil them for sure out. Uh, but there's so many other contending teams to talk about here as we go uh, in this preview in the West. And the Spurs are one of them. Um, they're one of the, the bubble teams, 7-8 uh, seed or out of the playoffs. Uh, I'm going to go out on a limb and say this could be it. I think the West is that tough this year, even the so-called weaker teams uh, can be super competitive and I think that's going to make it really tough for the Spurs so uh, my prediction is out uh, one of the teams that could be in contention out west unsurprised Dallas Mavericks uh, 
leaning on their two young stars, Luka Doncic and Kristaps Porzingis, ready to uh, be a new duo in the league. It's all about duos this year. Harden and Westbrook. Clay and Curry, but uh, with Clay missing it, Clay and Draymond, or uh, Stefan Draymond, or uh, Stefan D'Angelo, uh, Anthony Davis and LeBron, Paul George and Kawhi, you know, on and on. Anyways, uh, a lot of people see this as uh, a building year for them and uh, not a playoff year. Some people think they could surprise get up into that eight seed. Uh, Dallas kept its young core players, Porzingis, Dwight Powell, Maxi Kleber, Dorian Finney-Smith, DeLon Wright, Seth Curry, and Boban Marjanovic. Shout out Boban, star of John Wick 3. <laughs> Anyways, um, but yeah, um, I guess I will predict good year for Luka. We'll see if Porzingis can stay healthy, but I say the West is too tough, and I see them on the outside of the playoff picture. 17, the New Orleans Pelicans playing right now, and score check-in for you. Uh, Toronto's come back a little. There's 50 seconds left in the second quarter. New Orleans is up 58-55, so, you know, uh, game is still anybody's. That's good to see. It was shocking to see the uh, Pelicans up there 11 uh, as I mentioned a minute ago, but, uh, they got Zion. I think this team is so exciting. Um, people say building year for them, but I just love this, this team from, uh, top to bottom. Obviously they got Zion. Uh, they drafted this, uh, Jackson Hayes. He looks great. Super wiry. Uh, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, he's already hitting shots today. I think he's already hit a couple threes in this uh, opening game of the season. They signed J.J. Redick. Uh, they got Derek Favors. And then in the Anthony Davis trade, they got Lonzo Ball, Josh Hart, and Brandon Ingram. So uh, add that to already Drew Holiday. And yeah, I'm really liking the young talent of this team, and I'm liking what I see so far uh, on the road here, first game of the year, and even without Zion, uh, looking really good against the defending champs. Uh, obviously, defending champs don't have Kawhi, but yeah, um, really excited to see. Uh, it's a bummer we're not getting to see Zion for, for so long, but uh, hopefully he'll be back in December, as they say, so we will see. All right, number 18, Orlando Magic. Uh, I think one of the most interesting things here is uh, Markel Fultz, the former number one pick. Uh, seems to be a super bust, but could he reinvigorate his career in, in Orlando? Uh, that'll be interesting to see. Uh, they obviously still have Vucevic, Terrence Ross, Michael Carter-Williams. They added Al Farouk Aminu. Aaron, they still have Aaron Gordon, Jonathan Isaac, Mo Bamba. Uh, they made the playoffs last year. I think they'll make it again. Uh, it'll just be really... I think the most interesting thing there is Fultz, though. What's going to happen with him? 19, Oklahoma City Thunder. Uh, Paul George gone. Russell Westbrook gone. Jeremy Grant gone. 
prodigal son Chris Paul has returned to OKC, potentially on temporary basis. Uh, everybody's saying he's almost for surely going to be traded uh, to the Heat. I didn't mention it when I talked about the Heat, but uh, I think that's something I could totally see happening, and that could be really exciting for the Heat. I think I, I'm that's I'm already like forward looking, seeing Paul on the team and. Uh, I think that could be really cool to see for them. But, yeah, um, as far as the Thunder team, Chris Paul, uh, they still have Steven Adams. They got uh, in the uh, Clippers trade. I can't believe they don't have it on here. That is unbelievable. The team preview doesn't have it. Anyways, um, they got Danilo Gallinari. I know that. Uh, but, yeah, no. Uh, I think in the end, the, they'll probably tear it down. They'll probably uh, send out as many players as they can and continue to try to rebuild Go Youth Movement. So, uh, I do not see them making the playoffs. They could, but... I don't think they'll keep the team together. I think they'll blow it up. So, yeah. Uh, 20, Sacramento Kings. Uh, they signed our old friend hit, uh, from the Warriors, uh, Harrison Barnes, to an $85 million extension. They added Trevor Reza, Corey Joseph. Uh, they just re-signed uh, Buddy Heald to an extension. They got De'Aaron Fox. Uh Bogdan Bogdanovich, uh, Marvin Bagley III. Uh, exciting young team. And uh, one of those teams that could surprise and fight for the, a 7-8 seed in the, in the West. Uh, it'll be really interesting to see if they can make it happen. The West is going to be tough, but uh, if they can feast on the East, uh, I've heard a lot of people say if they were out East, they'd be a top-four team uh, with that talent. It's, it's hard to deny that. So it'll be interesting to see what they do, um, what breaks go their way as the season goes. All right, 21, the Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, they were counting on getting D'Angelo Russell, but the Warriors took him. Uh, they did get a Warrior, though, a former Warrior, Jordan Bell, signed with them. They also got Jake Lehman and Noah Vonley. Uh, they dealt Dario Sarovic to move from 11 to 6, and they got Texas Tech wing Jared Culver. Uh, from what I've seen, he actually looks pretty good. I, I saw the uh, on NBA TV the, the team preview for this team, and uh, what they were showing at Culver looked good. So, But other than that, uh, uh, still got, you know, Carl Anthony Towns and Wiggins. Uh, everybody's waiting for Wiggins to do more than he's done. Uh, everybody talks about him being one of the most disappointing players, you know, as far as uh, potential. But, uh, out West, this team, it's just, it's just not going to happen for them. Uh, as currently constructed, they're still years away, and it'll be interesting to see if they can find anybody to take Wiggins. I know they want to build around Cat, uh, probably want to keep Culver, but other than that, you know, don't see much going on for them. 22, the Detroit Pistons. Can Blake Griffin stay healthy? They signed Derrick Rose 
And I've heard some people say, like, uh, this team might be sneaky good. It is a, a Eastern Conference team. They got Andre Drummond, Reggie Jackson, Luke Kennard. And then, yeah, if Blake's healthy, D-Rose, they could surprise. They also signed Markeith Morris. Uh, yeah, uh, I you know, not the most exciting team, but uh, they could surprise. So uh, if they're in playoff contention, I wouldn't be surprised, that's for sure. 23, the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, this is another uh, exciting team for me. Uh, I really like what they're doing with their youth movement. Uh, they got the Nucleus, uh, Trey Young, John Collins, Kevin Herter. Uh, they drafted DeAndre Hunter, Cam Reddish. Uh, they took, they got uh, Alan Crabb. They took a flyer on Jabari Parker. Uh, and they brought back uh, Vince Carter for the 22nd and final season of his historic career. Uh, I just think this Hawks team is going to be really fun, especially is what they're doing with this this youth movement. Trey Young, John Collins, uh, DeAndre Hunter, Cam Reddish. Really excited to see what they do. This is a team I'm definitely going to be watching. And uh, I think they could surprise and um, grab a playoff spot. So I'll be watching for that. All right, uh, 24, the Chicago Bulls. They drafted Kobe White. They added free agent Thaddeus Young. Uh, they already had Zach Levine, Laurie Markkinen, Otto Porter Jr. This is a team that uh, might not sound that exciting on paper, but actually when you look at it, uh, they do have some players, they do have some talent, and they could surprise and another, another, you know, team out east. I, I talked about my, you know, not being so hyped about teams, the Pacers, the Nets, teams like that. Uh, teams like the Hawks, teams like uh, the Bulls uh, could surprise and jump up and, and grab playoff spots. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens there. Uh, 25, the Washington Wizards, uh, surprisingly able to... Signed Bradley Beal to a two-year extension. Uh, John Wall's expected to miss the entire season. Uh, what else? They got Isaiah Thomas. Just two seasons removed from making the All-NBA second team in Boston. Uh, in the draft, they got Rory Hachimura. Yeah, this team doesn't have a lot to... Uh, it's interesting to see that Beal is so in because before the season, all the talk was he was going to be the player that all the contending teams were going to try to put together packages and deal for. And that seems a, like a little less likely now. Um, possible, but with the new deal, um, it's hard to say. We'll see. But uh, as far as wins, losses go, uh, doesn't look like the Wizards will be a contender. Uh, speaking of not a contender, uh, they've got some interesting players, but uh, there's no denying they may be still the worst team out West. The Phoenix Suns they have here at 26. Uh, they were able to fill their point guard spot. Ricky Rubio. Uh, they added Dario Saric, Aaron Baines, Chuck Diallo, Frank Kaminsky. They drafted Cameron Johnson and Ty Jerome. They re-signed Kelly Oubre Jr. 
They still got Booker and Aiton, uh, Tyler Johnson, Mikhail Bridges. So they've got players, but out west, it's going to be really tough for them to contend night in, night out against pretty much every other team I've, I've listed already uh, you would put above them. So uh, while they've got some interesting players, they could surprise on a night here and there, but other than that, uh, not expecting much out of the Suns. Uh, 27, the Grizzlies, um, total rebuild time, but they've got two exciting young players, uh, Jaron Jackson Jr., the rookie last year, and this year's second pick overall, Ja Morant, who with Zion out, if he is able to have a crazy season, um, he'll have the opportunity to put up numbers. So uh, he could take the rookie of the year, especially if, you know, this injury does affect Zion. Hopefully it doesn't, but uh, we'll see. Um, other than those two, though, not too much to be excited there about the Grizzlies. So, uh, Not surprised they actually put them under the, the Suns, but I don't know. <laughs> I see them pretty much right there on the same level. It's not much different. So. 28, the New York Knicks. Uh, this was the summer when they're supposed to be glory. They were supposed to get Durant and Kyrie. Instead, they got Julius Randle, Bobby Portis, Marcus Morris, Taj Gibson. <laughs> they signed all these players to play the same, you know, big man, four and five positions. So, uh, they've definitely been a punching bag type team, but uh, they also seem like a team of guys that, like, want it and want to win. So... They could surprise here and there, but uh, overall can't see them being a playoff team. So, yeah, the Knicks. Uh, just two more left. Uh, the other two uh, bottom dwellers out east, number 29, the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, they're still trying to recover from... LeBron leaving, there's not much there. They still got uh, Kevin Love, but I hear, you know, that may be now the piece that a contending team will try to make a deal for as the season goes. So uh, other than that, they drafted Darius Garland to pair with Colin Sexton, even though they both play point guard. You can play two guard sets, so... Uh, not much more exciting than that. Tristan Thompson. Yeah. Uh, Larry Nance Jr. Jordan Clarkson. <laughs> oh, heck. Who are we kidding? It's going to be a long year in Cleveland. <laughs> yeah, that's what it says in this preview. And finally, uh, Charlotte Hornets at 30. Uh, total agreement here. Uh, this is by far the worst team in the league. They lost Kevin Walker. They replaced him with Terry Rozier, who's far away their best player. They also lost Jeremy Lamb. Uh, they drafted P.J. Washington, Kentucky forward, with their lottery pick. Uh, they still have Marvin Williams. But, yeah, there's nothing here. And uh, they were actually 39-43 and 43 last year. I think it's going to be a huge drop-off. They'd be lucky to win 19 games. Uh, I'm going to go out on a limb and say they'd be lucky to win 14 games. I think this is going to be a really bad year for them. I know 
there were years years ago uh, the Mavericks were talked about as this team that uh, always you know was uh, struggling to even get the 10 wins and that was a thing but uh, yeah I think this is going to be a long year for them so on that note uh, we're running a little long as I knew we thought we would but uh, I'll be back with my team picks like I was saying we're gonna we're gonna talk about each team and uh, their historic players and build a team and that's gonna be fun and then I'll be back on Thursday when the Warriors play uh, talk about the what's been going on with the season so far so on that note uh, thanks everybody for listening and uh, have fun be safe and we'll see you next time you society